0: Radio episode 27. Welcome to the Goddess Diaries with your host, Dawn Champagne. Come explore what it means to be a modern woman who dares to remember her sacred self. Hello there, this is Dawn Champagne and you are listening to The Goddess Diaries Radio, your place for daring to remember your sacred self. I invite you, if you have not already done so, to download your three free goddess gifts back at my blog, www.thegoddessdiaries.org. You can get these gifts when you sign up for my newsletter, they are free and I just want you to think of this as your toolkit for unleashing your inner goddess and daring to remember your sacred self. I've included the link here in the description page at the blog talk radio site, or you can head on over to the blog and download it www.thegoddessdiaries.org. So I am just so thrilled to have you here tonight. Um, been a crazy week and a crazy start at getting this podcast going but we're not going to indulge in any of that crazy craziness. <laughs> I do want to talk about a lot of things tonight, so let's get started, shall we? The title of this show is called Sensuality and the Art of Manifesting with the Moon and we've got a lot of stuff to cover. Um later this week We will be celebrating the indigo moon. That is the second new moon in Aquarius this season. (laughs) I don't know if that's a thing, you know, indigo moon. I I made it up. I think it should be a thing, though, because, you know, a blue moon is the second full moon in a season, right? Well, an indigo moon is the second new moon in the same astrological sign in one season, (laughs) it sounds right to me. It just feels right. And maybe it's just that I'm an Aquarius and I'm more sensitive to these energies, but there's that. And the other thing is that I really feel a lot of excitement building up over this one. Um, It's going to be Chinese new year as well. (laughs) Feels the expansive potential that this coming new moon has to offer us. I can't be the only one. And there's got to be more of us out there. But the really cool thing about this upcoming new moon is that it is everything that Aquarius loves. It's unconventional, it's daring, it's innovative, and its rarity makes it uber-powerful for intention-setting that involves lofty ambitions. To paraphrase the old saying, once in an indigo moon... The thing about this moon is that the energy that we are going to be working with during this lunar cycle is charged with radical experimentation because you know that's that that aquarius vibe. And in terms of setting lofty intentions for those of you who use the cycles of the moon uh for manifesting your dream life, um you know that the new moon is a portal of opportunity and a really good time to um, set the intention or sow the seeds, if you will, for uh, manifesting your desires. And so when we manifest big dreams, sometimes they take longer than just one moon cycle to bring into this physical reality. And when you're using the energies of the moon manifesting with the moon oftentimes you find that um, the bigger intentions that you set tend to materialize within six months so at this new moon we will have the new moon in aquarius and six from six months from now the full moon will be in aquarius when we realize these intentions and these dreams but Speaking of radical experiments, (laughs) as many of you who are listening know, I do have an online e-course called Manifesting with the Moon. And part of this course involves a private um, face experiments that are outlined in the course itself. And over the last 29 and a half days, we have been manifesting miracles left and right. It's been really really fun. There's about 70 participants in the current course, and um, we've been working through different challenges throughout the 29 and a half days of the lunar cycle. We still have a few more days to go. We are in the dark of the moon right now, but um, money, trips, healing, seminars, friendships, relationships, clothes, (laughs) Um, you know, we've been manifesting these things miracles popping left and right and it's been a lot of fun it's been it's been really fun actually because um what we're doing is we are going through the process of the e-course and talking about how we can get really clear on our goals um a lot of times what happens is we discover we discover hidden blocks that keep us from achieving our desires and, cult- and, and you know, manifesting and cultivating those things that we want to bring into our life. But the biggest thing is that this is February. This is the month of love, Valentine's Day, all that happy stuff. We've been working through these exercises and discovering how much manifesting with the moon is about self-love and how much the law of attraction is about self-love. And so by examining our limiting beliefs and getting clear on our goals and discovering those hidden blocks, and then releasing those limiting beliefs, we've just been working it like crazy, and it's just been so much fun. And the really cool thing, I know I keep saying that a lot, but (laughs) the really, really cool thing is that, as women journeying through the cycles of the moon in this particular way really connects us to our sensuality in a way that is both and as women we are the creative essence of the universe and so this course really outlines for us how how that is and how we are able to create, out, you know, something beautiful out of chaos and, and the power of surrendering to the natural flow and the rhythm of the universe and, and how it all just makes life so much easier when we can get into that flow. And, you know, suddenly we realize that hard work is not required <laughs> to manifest the life of your dreams. It's all about, you know, going through the cycle of ebb and flow and surrendering to that natural flow of the universe. And of course, each cycle is a little bit different because we invoke the energies of the lunar transit, that you know, that particular lunar transit. But the the awesome, cool, fun, amazing thing about it is that each cycle is different. It offers up huge growth and people are manifesting miracles like crazy. So this has been really fun. And um, as we've been journeying together and I'm facilitating this course over the last month, um, especially over the last week, I've really been thinking a lot about sensuality and how it relates to manifesting, um, probably in part because it's Valentine's Day week, but also because of all the fun that we're having in the group. And so I thought we should talk about it on the show today because I feel like it's a it's a topic that is often overlooked in the law of attraction circles. Um, you know, a lot of times in, in these circles, you'll hear, oh, all you have to do to manifest the life of your dreams is ask, believe, and receive. And I see that meme posted all over the place on Facebook on Pinterest and social media and everywhere. And I think it's a beautiful um alliteration or, or not alliteration, but it's a beautiful rhyme, you know, a little mantra to have to ask believe, receive. It's a it's cute, it's fun, it's peppy. But I also think it's somewhat Pollyanna ish. <laughs> It's it's a really high level kind of glossy take at what it means to manifest miracles in your own life. And while it is true, yes, ask, believe, receive, it's very um, simplified. And I think a lot of people were turned off by things like The Secret because of that, because they they watched the movie or read the book and they were like, oh, you mean all I have to do is ask and believe and it will come to me? and then it didn't happen, or, you know, people, I hear a lot of people say, oh, all I have to do is say the right affirmation, and then I can get what I want. (laughs) Eh, not really. It doesn't really work that way. (laughs) But in manifesting with the moon, what participants are starting to discover is that um, it, it does involve a little bit of work on your part. It's not about hard work. It's about right work. It's about aligning with your, in aligning your intentions and your actions. And yes, the beliefs and the affirmations and all of that are part of it. But, and yes, there is a formula that goes along with it. But um, that's what we talk about in the course. And so anyway, this last week, first of all, let me just backtrack here and kind of reference this a little bit. Um last month, I was guided. I was I was in meditation and I received a message that I should check out um or or get a carnelian yoni egg. Now, this is something that it was kind of like, "Huh? What? <laughs> What's going on here?" And I decided to follow my intuition because, you know, following your intuition is an exercise in vulnerability and it's something that um, has really has never led me astray in my life. But so I'm meditating and I'm divinely guided to get a yoni egg. And I don't know if you are familiar with yoni eggs or not. I have a feeling if you're listening to the show, you might be. <laughs> but here's the thing. I have never really been into sensuality as a practice. And and what I mean by that is like, like I'm not the kind of girly girl. I mean, I like to get dressed up. I like to wear girl clothes. I like to do all that stuff. But I'm not really um, all about just that. It goes deeper than that, you know. So sensuality is something that has never really, in my awareness at least, has never really been at the forefront of anything i'm an aquarius i like to think i'm turned on by thoughts and ideas and speaking of which by the way if you haven't already i had a wonderful thoughtfully articulate guest post from the kick-ass witch joanna devoe over on my blog this week called in defense of athena and the women who love her and if you haven't yet I urge you to check that blog post out because it's beautiful and it talks about women who like to think or who are turned on by thought. But anyway, that's a side note. Um, so that's me. I'm an Aquarius. I'm an air sign. But then in the Manifesting with the Moon group, um, earlier last earlier in the month, we got to talking about finding our um, goddess based on astrological sign. And in my particular natal chart, I have a lot of earth energy. There's Capricorn Taurus um, in Virgo, in fact, and it's just, um, there's a lot of earth energy. And in fact, I'm mostly earth energy, not so much uh, air that I always thought I was. And so that caused me to take a look at sensuality in a different way like okay so if i'm if i'm seeking out to work with this particular goddess who is of earth energy um what does that mean for me in terms of exploring my sensuality (laughs) and so it was kind of funny that all of this happens while i'm meditating and i'm divinely guided to get a yoni egg and so i go online and i search for these yoni eggs and I ended up actually manifesting two yoni eggs, not a carnelian one, but a rose quartz and a blue calcite. And um, I have some interesting ex- stuff to share with you about all of that, but but um, that's for another show. As I'm working with these yoni eggs, I also discovered um, Brandy alset who is the author of The Goddess Guide, was offering a workshop on sensuality last week. And so, of course, I signed up for it because I wanted to dive into it as a topic. <laughs> and Oh, my gosh, the most amazing things started to happen. Um, just really getting into sensuality as a practice is something that, like i said i i'm not really it's i mean i do it but it's not like it's always there in the forefront but um i guess this perfect storm of events occurred and caused me to take a look at it in another way and so here we are talking about it tonight and i think that it's really important that we talk about sensuality as an art as part of the art of manifesting with the moon because there's they are so so much tied together. Okay. So that was my tangent about what's going on in my world this week. (laughs) Um, Back to sensuality and manifesting with the moon. In the last episode of the goddess diaries radio on vulnerability, the one called the truth about naked goddess worship, I mentioned in it how in our society, We are largely, we live with disordered sacral chakra, And what I mean by that is that we have, um, we're a society of of obese, addicted, slumpy people. And it's really sad. Either that or we are, um, you know, like sex addicts, alcoholics, drug addicts, or uh, the other side of of disordered sacral chakra issue is that we are too afraid to tap into our vulnerability, too afraid to appear weak, because, you know, vulnerability is perceived by many as a sign of weakness. Um, We don't know how to use it to, to, to its best uh, and highest use to our advantage in our own lives. Um, But the other thing is that sacral chakra Issues also involve um, lack of creativity and lack of, um, I guess, sexual arousal. So, those are some of the issues that uh, are common for disordered sacral chakra issues. And so, the sacral chakra is so important to manifesting. In so many different, for so many different reasons and in so many different ways. Um, The second chakra, Svadhisthana, is what it's called in Sanskrit. It's the energetic seat of creativity. It's where all of creation takes place. And what I find most exciting about this chakra is that it's also the energetic seat of intuition. And I know this doesn't seem, pardon the pun, it doesn't seem very intuitive because one would think that the third eye is where we hold our intuitive power, but the third eye is mostly about vision and clairvoyance, which is slightly different than intuition. But the sacral chakra holds intuition in its purest form. Um, if you were to look up the definition of intuition, um, it, it would go something like um, a thing that one knows or considers likely from an instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning. So it's all about relying on that gut feeling, you know, the old cliche, gut feeling. And we can access our intuition best when we get out of our heads and we move into our bodies because the body stores information all throughout the body. I mean, we store information all throughout the body. And we do have access to it at any time. You can access it through meditation, through movement, through massage and body work. Um, And all of that, what it really is, it's getting sensual. You know, we mistake sensuality with sexuality. And so don't don't make that mistake. These are two entirely different things. Sensuality is all about the senses, touch, taste, sight, smell, sound, and of course intuition as I was just saying. And on the other hand, sexuality actually relates to gratification of participating in the act of sex. It relates to your gender or or your sex. But sensuality is different. It can enhance sexuality, but it's definitely not the same. And in in the same way, the second chakra does not deal with sex. It's actually the root chakra that does. Sex is a means of procreation, which is survival at its basest form, which is a function of the root chakra which is your first chakra. But we're talking about the second chakra, the sacral chakra, which governs sensuality, creativity, vulnerability and pleasure. And so the second chakra is really really important in to manifesting because it's so disordered in our culture. And I think that as a holistic life coach, it's really wise that, you know, we take a look at the different ways that we can strengthen and tone and balance this area. So having said all of that, Svahistana is located in the womb area. Imagine a You know, imagine your womb, and if you're a man, imagine the area where a womb would be on you, because you don't have to have a womb to have a second chakra. But it's about two finger spaces below your belly button, and um, this chakra is it's um, orange in color, and deals with all of the issues that I. Just mention, you know, creativity, pleasure, sensuality, all of those things. So here are a few tips that you can use to tone and balance it. And the very first one that I think is most important is to be present, is to give your full attention to the here and now. I can go on about this and about being aware of the present moment and different ways of how to do it. But really, let's just try this. If you're able to, take a seat, take a deep breath into your belly, and then exhale slowly. And as you do so, just notice what's loosening up in your body and where your body is loosening up for you. Now take another deep breath in. What do you feel? What's going on inside of you as you breathe, as you find your natural breathing rhythm? What do you feel in your feet? How do your legs feel? What about your hips, your back? What about your arms? How do they feel? You continue to breathe deeply into your belly and notice the sensations in your tummy and in your torso, your chest, and your shoulders. How does your neck feel? Your face? Take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, notice the top of your head. Notice the sensations that you feel. What do you hear right now? What... What taste can you discern in your mouth, if any? What What do you smell? Take a look around you and notice what, what do you see in your environment? And finally, what does your intuition tell you right now? Take another deep breath in. And just let it go. Some of you might have wanted to to wiggle in your chair a little bit or move around. Um, Those are all telltale signs that you need to get into your body, that your body is dying for you to dive into it and access that sensuality. Um, Another really good tip to strengthen, tone, and balance your second chakra is creative indulgence. Just diving into a project of creativity, going to activate the energy in that area. Um, What makes you feel alive? What is it that makes you want to be alive? Do you have a passion, a hobby? Um, Do you like to write? Are you a painter? Are you a photographer? Do you like to run, even? Um, you know, what What are the things that, you know, your creative flair that you enjoy participating in? You know, find those things and activate that sacral chakra. Uh, because the sacral chakra is associated with the color orange, Mixing some orange into your everyday life can really help tone and balance that area as well. Um, Think about decorating your home with the color orange. Um, Tangerines, juicy citrus shades of orange and payas, and, you know, which I guess I just mentioned food. So eating orange foods can also help you strengthen that area as well. But the thing about that is all things in balance. You don't want to go overboard because too much can be overwhelming and it can <laughs> it can um, take you to the other side of that unbalanced chakra as well or defeat your purpose if you're already living with an unbalanced chakra. Um, So, yeah, so, you know, implement some of those tips into your life and see what happens. Um, The more active you are in your creativity, literally the more active you are in your creative pursuits, That is going to get you out of your head and into your body where you can really fully, that sensuality that is so important to manifesting with the moon. And the other thing about the sacral chakra, the connection between the moon and the second chakra, is that it is actually associated with the moon. Svadhisthana is associated with the moon. It's a watery symbol it's all about um, flowing and being in flow. And when we talk about manifesting with the moon, that's exactly where we want to be is in flow and going with the tides. And so taking a course, <laughs> manifesting with the moon, can help you strengthen and tone and balance that sacral chakra. and. I say that kind of tongue in cheek, but you know, it's really true. Um, as a holistic life coach, I like to look at different ways of of you know, incorporating spirituality and practicality, um, the mundane and the sacred all into one and I think that this is an awesome way to do that. It's it's and it's a fun way to do that as well. So anyway, um, those are just a few tips that you can take to strengthen tone and balance your second chakra. But finally, I want to mention that following your intuition is a very important way to strengthen Um uh, Like I mentioned in the story earlier about being guided to get a yoni egg, you know, um, <laughs> it's it's quite humorous yes but following your intuition is something that will never steer you wrong it is a very real sense it is the sixth sense and it's about time that we start owning it accepting it and making it part of our everyday lives um I know for a lot of you who are listening, this is not a problem for you. But those of you who may be tuning in who don't listen to the show that often, your intuition is vital to everything that you do, especially creativity and manifesting the life of your dreams. Um, following your intuition it can be a very vulnerable space to be in. And when you are operating in life out of that particular space of vulnerability, that's where you're going to find your flow and that's how you do it. And so I know that I'm running out of time here and I just kind of want to wrap it up a little bit. So before I have to wrap it up, I just want to say one last time that a lot of what we do in the manifesting with the moon e-course actually involves second chakra work because it is the seat of our creativity. And, you know, manifesting is a creative endeavor. We are actually creating stuff, We're dreaming it up and pulling it out of the ethers and into this physical reality. So, and you know, if you wanted to um, manifest your dream life, you have to be willing to explore your sensuality. And to be sensual, you have to be mindful. <laughs> And so this is really the holy trinity of sacred manifesting with the moon secrets. You know, I can't promise that you will manifest everything that your heart desires in the next 29 and a half days or any of the cycles um, if you join us for the Manifesting with the Moon e-course. But what I can promise is that you will walk away with a new way of looking at things. And I can promise that It will be part of a transformational experience that's going to change the way that you look at creating the life of your dreams. It might even give you the support and encouragement that's currently lacking in your life right now, and it can help you uncover blocks. of course um, has offered a lot of people a bit of a nudge in the direction of their vision, you know, it's kind of an accountability thing and taking action, daily action and and um getting to a space where where participants are able to take a look at their fears and limiting beliefs in a different way that are more empowering instead of um you know disempowering I guess and and facing the fear and using it to their advantage and I see a lot of this in the course and I would love to have you join us if you would like to participate in this month's cycle, there's definitely room for you to join us. And because I am a very quirky Aquarius who's totally vibing on this lunar energy right now, I just wanted to mention that this manifesting with the moon cycle is deeply discounted. It's uh, the Indigo Moon Special for only $45, which the course is normally $75, But if you'd like to join the group and go for a round of Manifesting with the Moon, you can take advantage of this offer by checking out my blog. So I hope to see you in there. This wraps up another episode of the Goddess Diaries Radio, and I hope to see you at the next Manifesting with the Moon circle. And by the way, I want to thank you for rating the show back at iTunes. Your ratings help others find this podcast, and it also spreads goddess stories to the rest of the world, spreads the feminine divine essence, and I just can't thank you enough. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to infinity. And until next time, I love you guys to the moon and back. You are amazing. Thank you for listening. Till next time, see you.